And welcome to episode 32 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am one of your two hosts, Brett, and I'm here with the other host, Evil Jeff. Sup. Sup. What's up? What's up, girl? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to do this whole this whole thing as a straight guy. Okay. Great. Go. Oh my God, I can't do it. I just oh, can't. Oh God, that was so stifling. <laughs> Breathe. That's too Deep hard. Breaths. Deep gay breaths. Um, what a week. Hey, uh, Avengers Infinity War is coming out tomorrow. Woo! You don't care. Woo! Oh, wait. I was about to say, no, it's not. But when this is released, yes, it will be going. No, I had my boyfriend buys tickets for all of those types of movies, like months in advance. And we are going to be seeing it in Hollywood mm. because I roll like that. Mm-hmm. So, will yeah. the stars of the movie be there? You think? Because it's Hollywood. Um, probably not. Although I did almost go to a movie with someone in the movie once. Did I ever tell you that story? No, tell me. Back when a movie called Bridesmaids what? <laughs> premiered back in like 2010, I went to go see it in Silver Lake, and as I was going to it. Um, I was like waiting in line and the previous showing let out and there was Rose Byrne <gasps> walking out. Maura McTaggart of, herself? Yes, Maura McTaggart herself. And she was walking out and all of her friends were around her. Yeah. And they were all like, no, it was like, oh my God, it was like really good. But they were saying <gasps> it in such a... Cons- conciliatory? And no, it was like a genuine way, but you could tell they almost like thought it was going to be bad, but then they were like really surprised that it was really oh, good. That's but the reaction she I had, get any show I'm in. But she had this face of pure like, apparently everyone must have been laughing hysterically because she just was like beaming. And oh. then everyone else is just talking and I'm like, hey, fucking Rose Byrne is walking by. She's in the goddamn movie. And people are like, what? I'm like, fuck what? all of you. She's anyway, great in that movie and I'm glad that she knows it. I'm just hoping Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, <gasps> those bitches, are there to see their sister. That's her sister. They won't sister, go, right? I love that she has completely like grown out of their shadow. Yeah, I you know what. I honestly want them to do a sequel to New York Minute. Yeah. Um, and then have their sister be in it, and then she'll win the Oscar for it. It'll be like <laughs> just to like rub it in their faces. They should. It'll be New York Minute, but it, the plot is about how they, at the end, they merge into one being, and it's Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And that's how the that was the Scarlet Witch's or true origin. <laughs> they combined. Ooh, they should do that. They should be like Baron von Strucker took two little peasant girls, which is basically <laughs> what Mary Kate and Ashley look like all the time, and he merged them into one being, and that's how he got Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> and I will say, if you want two different Marvel characters. Uh, together in a, in a different movie, I suggest going to see Ingrid Goes West. It has Legion's Aubrey Plaza and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, um, and it's a very good, good movie. Oh, okay. Where Aubrey Plaza plays a stalker who yeah. becomes obsessed with Elizabeth Olsen's Instagram feed and then moves to L.A. to become her best friend. Infinity War! <laughs> Infinity War. I'm freaking out. Like, guys, it's Marvel Universe the movie. 
Well, but that's the thing. We're detectives, and we have actually have some inside scoops. We have a lot of scoops. So we're actually going into it a little disappointed because yeah. we kind of know some of the spoilers. Because of our connections. Yeah, yeah, because of our connections, we got spoilers. Um, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? We are going to spoil the hell out of Avengers Infinity War right now based off all of the things we've heard from our connections. All right. Uh, right. Can I start? Please do. Uh, Oh, and this is the thing. If you don't want to be spoiled, then why are you listening to the? You know the deal. Um, Because we're going to give some major things away. Number one, I'm going to start off big. I'm going to start off with a big one. Okay. Uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Bites it. Oh, no. Yep. She bites it. She does. That was the first thing our connection told us, our source, our source. Yes, and she does not even bite it uh, by Thanos. No. Um, Thanos, it's sort of, it's indirectly by Thanos, but he tricks Hawkeye into coming out of retirement, you know, to like help out, and he accidentally shoots her through the heart. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so painful. Yeah. Shoots her right through the boob. Um, oof. The left boob. Oof. That's where your yeah. heart. That's where your heart is. It is. All right. So because the right boob, it would just be like, oh, I lost my boob. Yeah, that's the that's the the rational reasoning side boob. Yeah. <laughs> the left boob is the emo- the emotional boob. <laughs> yeah, the artistic side is your left boob. That's right. Um, that's why you should only breastfeed from the left side. That's right. If you want an artistic baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So according to our source, not only is Black Widow going to die by the hands of Hawkeye in in kind of an oopsie way. Um, but uh, we also are going to lose Captain America Steve Rogers at the end of this. But the good news is that a portal will open up uh, upon Cap's death and upon the death of Thanos, and someone will walk out and say, I think I can fix this, and it's Tim Allen. As from, the guy from, ho- from, from Home, Home Improvement? <laughs> yeah. Like literally, not just not Tim Allen, but his character from Home Improvement. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Tim the Tool Time Martin. And then behind him is Wilson there, like behind yeah. a fence. It turns out, that it, but it's Stanley. Uh, <laughs> it can't be Stanley, though. You heard what's oh going on God. with him, right? Wait, can we pause this bit? What is happening? No, this is not funny. This is like nervous laughter. This <laughs> I is love how horrible. We're, no, we're both laughing, but it's awful. It's like, what is the deal? I'm hearing so many weird stories that he's being elderly abused and like taken yeah. for his money and like people tricked him into giving him their his blood so that they could make ink out of it and and like he's being cut off from his family but it's like his daughter is behind all of this but like But talk- it's his daughter who's doing it, right? Oh my god, what wife, is this? His wife died and then the daughter went insane and like took over his life. Yeah. It's it's insane. And Todd McFarlane visited him and put up a video of just like a nice conversation and he was like, what did I learn about in my visit? I'm like, that he's being Richard Simmons? And he's like, no, uh, I learned that he is just a very old man. I'm like, oh, you're taking his fucking money too, McFarlane. I know. Yeah, and then he was like, and then it's like, yeah, why is your dick wet from his daughter? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, But actually, this leads me to my next uh, spoiler. Because as you know, Stanley is in every movie. Yes. Um, and he does have a cameo. 
yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. There is a part where um, Rocket Raccoon sees um, he sees a a Starbucks for the first time, and when he walks in. Stan Lee is like drinking uh, a frappuccino and then he spit takes it right into Rocket Raccoon's face. But then apparently this is the only take they got. He turns to the camera and goes, help me. (laughs) So I do think he is being elder abused. That's actually it's the post the post credit stinger. It's the post credit like, scene, it's, and then it just ends. Message, or if you look closely in the closing credits, there's a message for Stanley. <laughs> I'm so distraught by this. It's not funny. Plus, I'm so hungover. I'm so weird today. Oh my god. <laughs> Infinity War, Stinger at the end of Stanley going, call the police. (laughs) That's so horrible. We're going to hell, we're going to hell. It's horrible what's happening Anyway. Um, (sighs) All right, so we still have have a couple more. We need to get through, everybody. I know. I love how, like, the only way to make you laugh harder if I'm just like, he also has to wear adult diapers and she won't change them every day. (laughs) What is happening right now? Oh, I'm not proud. I'm not proud. Okay. Okay. What's our next spoiler? What's your next spoiler? Well, it's uh, Cap dies. So does Thanos. Above Cap's body, a portal opens and out walks um, Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Yes. And she says, says, this one's not good either. (laughs) Oh, God. They're just owning up. They're just flat out owning up to it. Well, no, the rumor, you know, Claremont. Well, it's not a rumor because Chris Claremont told us, but I read a new thing on like comicbookmovie.com or something, comicbook.com something, that says um, Dark Phoenix will be the last Fox X-Men movie and then it will move to Marvel. It says it. It says it. Yep. Yep. Good. Yeah. Good. There's your spoiler. Does that, I wonder if that means they're going to fucking recast everybody again. Do it. I would do it if they just were like, you know what? We're going to go crazy. We're just going to restart the X-Men, but just in the Australian Outback. And then you oh. and me, our heads explode, and we jizz at the same time. Uh. I have, I do have one last uh, spoiler. Okay. Oh, um, oh, the big one. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if it's... <laughs> this, is, this is not a big one. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it depends. It's topical. Uh, there is one more person who dies, but she totally dies off screen. She's not even in the movie. And that is Pepper Potts, (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow. They're just like, oh my God. So the Stark Tower gets blown up and they're like, oh my God, was Pepper in there? And then just off the side. Off the like, just totally off the cuff. Iron Man just goes, "Oh no, she got super gunnery and didn't make it." And then they never mention her again. They're like, however, Jane Foster was in there. <laughs> and then, and then they do have a like Natalie Portman's like a bust of her head comes like rolling out. It's her. It, they just 
They cut to like a, a clip of Black Swan. Yeah. <laughs> Where she just dies. Um, or they should get um, Meg. What's Meg? Mila Kunis comes out and oh. she's like, I'm Jane Foster. <laughs> just for like a nice like Black Swan role, yeah. role switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so crazy shit is going to yeah, be happening. So sorry to spoil all of that, all of that for you. Um, but it's I'm I it's still worth it to me because even though I know what's going to happen, I still want to see how they take us there. Yeah, I want to see the journey. Yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah. But Avengers has been going crazy. Let, let's let's just go into other Avengers thing that's been going on. They kind of it's kind of the tail end of comics. I think there's only one more issue left of. Uh, um, uh, was it No Surrender? Is that what the comic is called? Yeah, and it felt... Yeah, Avengers No Surrender. It felt like um, this was the end. But it said, next week, conclusion. I was like, that felt like a conclusion to me. What this are we doing? This is like, uh, what, what are they all doing now? Two months later. Like, it's like one of those stupid things. They're, two months later, they're the Avengers still. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think don't they have to explain what they're going to do with um the whole like Sunspot's whole team cuz their book is canceled, I believe, US Avengers. Yeah. So they kind of just exist in limbo now. Yeah. Well, they also I love how they just kicked out the two faggots from US yeah. Avengers and we're like we're not going to tell their story anymore. Who? Hawkling and Wiccan. They were in US Avengers? Yes, and they left the team like halfway through and then it's like, "All right, bye." Really? They were like the main. They were some of the main characters. Wait a minute, really? Like Sunspot's yes. team with Red Hulk. Wait, well, it was the whatever Sunspot was leading before the U.S. Avengers started. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Was that like, just regular? Was that like a New Avengers? New Avengers, yeah, New yeah, Avengers. They were on that. Yeah, but Ugh. not that like the government U.S. team. Which is what who I cares? That Red Hulk is stupid. Oh, he's so I hate stupid. Red Hulk, he's dumb. And then who was the one that died in No Avengers? That robot lady. Um, who died? It was like that robot-y lady. The robot-y lady. Um, it was like an all-white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's, like, she was still alive, and she's like, but the superhero person, Pod, I believe. Pod oh, okay. is dead. Yeah, I, that's why, that U.S. Avengers team, I was like, I don't care I about these give fools. A, I couldn't give a shit of a fuck. I couldn't give a shit. It's like, I, it, it's Sunspot, but he's Citizen V, and he's got gray hair. I don't recognize this person and anymore. And he's now officially the most, the, he's the strongest mutant in the world. So that's interesting. That was established two issues ago in No Surrender, that because his powers are so out of control, if he, he wears a dampening headband, this happened to Iceman so long ago, he had a belt. Dampening yeah. belt. Um, yeah. But no, and then, yeah, if Sunspot goes unchecked with his powers out of whack as they are, he is the strongest mutant on the Earth. I think just strength-wise. Emma Frost could come over and just fucking... Oh, yeah, like bench... Clock pre- him in yeah. three seconds. Oh, like bench pressing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Which, sure. I don't like that. I'd also feel that he is he is the most changed character out of all the new mutants. I feel like he like went to the Avengers and they just completely made him into a a new character. Yeah. I mean, he was always obnoxious and that stayed, but but this whole thing where he's this like strategic tactician and uh, yeah, huh? like, no, when? when did that happen? That's called Sam Guthrie, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's Danny Moonstar. It was never him. Yeah. Yeah, where's fucking Danny Moonstar? 
Why, how come she she's the last they need to have one where they just need to have one issue where she's like am i the only one who's not gonna get my fucking powers <laughs> literally oh, jubilee has her fucking powers literally back? everyone got them back fuck you wait didn't chamber weren't you oh, no oh, not chamber polaris didn't didn't you lose your powers mine got mine back yeah fuck oh. that Iceman, didn't you lose your powers no i was doing i was doing it to myself <laughs> remember that that was screwed that up. That was so stupid. Iceman convinced himself that he he lost his powers, but he was just he didn't. Yeah, he just had low self esteem. Oh my god! Because he come was come out, come out. He did. Um, yeah. So Sunspot, Citizen V, all those people, they're gonna we're gonna have to they're gonna be in a new they're just gonna be aim and they'll pop up in books here and there. But are they <clears> are <throat> they keeping um, Uncanny Avengers? Is that still going? I don't know. The I Unity feel like team? Rogue is being because Rogue is just not even in any X Men thing anymore. She's on I mean, Bobby's she kinda, team. She, yeah, she is on Bobby's team, but is she is that thing gonna is that gonna stay? I don't know. Should I we don't just, know. I, I've, we're starting to talk about. Let's just talk about X Men Gold. Yeah. What is going on? Uh, uh, X Men Gold. Yeah, bachelor party. What is going on? Who was that? Pyro with them? Simon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, really, they're pushing him. He's getting a bigger push than f- Living Lightning. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, one more thing before X-Men. Living Lightning, he beats the Games Master. Is, it, is his name Game Master? Yeah. Yeah, and a game of Texas Hold'em. And a game of po- Texas Hold'em. And then he had that stupid line. At the end, he says to the Games Master, oh, honey, I don't play. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> you get it, girl. Like, oh, oh, he's the gay one. He's the gay one. Oh, honey, I don't play. Like, we didn't know when his Wink. name was Living Lightning. I know. Yeah, as if, I'm like, living. I'm sorry. No gay man would be like, I think I'm going to change my name from Living Lightning to just Lightning. No, no. way in No, it hell would be, would I'm going to change my that. name to Living Lightning to Living. To, like, <laughs> just. To Miss Living Lightning to you. It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. Um, uh. It's a living lightning. Oh, I would, see, I would make that my catchphrase. Who is that? It's Living Lightning. <laughs> Ka-chow. It's a living <laughs> lightning. Uh, all right, X-Men. Let's talk about that. Gold, even though it's Will You Marry Me on the cover, there's no wedding. No, and uh, they're like having they're having like second thoughts, but for no reason. Yeah, uh, what is going like, They're trying to so push boring. this like, yeah, like why? Why are you why? upset? Why and are then you... let's let's reminisce about when I was underage and the statutory ago. rape. You really f- shit the bed with the whole aging kitty thing. She could have just been, still been a cool teen chick. Yeah, just a cool teen. Yeah. What are they calling the post millennials now? She could have been that. Yeah. What are Generation they Generation Z. I don't know. Semials. Zennials. Zennials. That's what it is. Zennials. Ugh. Oh, that's gross. I know. I, the fact that I'm now living in a world where millennials are now like older and 35. wiser makes me want to shoot myself in the head. It's like I saw an article that said millennials have taken over the workforce. Yeah, they're 35. That's that's the way shit works. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Okay. Um so this issue X-Men Gold number 26 is an ex-dude's bachelor party for a good part of it. It was a lame bachelor party. First of all, also, 
Um, you're getting, you're having a bachelor party, and you can only get like five ex dudes to show up. There are two hundred ex dudes in that mansion. Yeah, and you brought and none of them the want to go out the and party guy? with you. No, you just can't draw that many. Yeah, but also it's like that just shows like how boring Colossus is. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also, I think it's Peter's just dangerous. Now, but... I think it's also because of the whole Russia investigation. Oh, they don't they're... have anything to do with it. Yeah, they're really downplaying Colossus. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Colossus is definitely corrupt. Uh, compromised. That's what I meant. Colossus has been compromised. Speaking of which, here's what I think. I think one of these two are going to die or get zapped to a different dimension before this wedding ever happens. Colossus or Kitty? Yeah. What if Kitty gets zapped to another dimension and then she gets sucked back and she's a little kid again? She's oh, 13. that'd be great. And she's trapped in the bullet. And yeah. then she's a kid, but the bullet goes around for soul. That when she finally comes back to Earth, she steps out of the bullet and she's adult again. She's like, I was a kid for a while, I swear. <laughs> um, it's so dumb that they're getting married. It's like, they're, yeah. I just, let's, can we Fitz and Simmons these two? Like, let's just like never let them be happy. Like always pull one away right when yeah. happiness is about to happen. Let's pull a Rain Sinclair. Yeah. Eat your daddy. Eat your daddy. <laughs> um... And then uh, I think uh, I think I think I have a good. Is there any other X books that were out? Um, Cable wasn't that interesting. Cable was a flashback to the Messiah War. Yeah, so I was like, I don't care. I actually, I don't think I read the Messiah War. I think I skipped because I was loving X Force at that time because I love yeah. me the Black and Silver Murder X Force, and it was interrupted by that dumb crossover, and I was like, I don't want to read this. But the writing is very good. I, I still, just like last issue on cable. But what? But I don't care. Like, I, <gasps> I don't want to see an, like, when they were young again. I don't care. Sure. Actually, it did really, like, the whole Bishop stuff. I was like, this is very contradictory. Like, he was full on bad, bad during that whole thing. Also, I guess that's but then the moment it was really dumb because up. he kept being like, kill the girl. And then they're like, Wait a minute. And then he kills the guy. I'm like, why aren't you shooting her? It didn't make any sense to me. I didn't like it. It was, yeah. It it sure didn't make any sense to me. It was all just Bishop's to give more behavior. thing to that. To Who is now, who is that? Is the, the bad guy his techno virus? Yeah. Is that what it is? So it was all just like giving more backstory to the techno virus bad no, guy? Well, yeah. Yes, that's exactly. It's going back to when, what is it, Metis? It's a real dumb name. Right. Metis is was created or I don't know or or was revealed. And remember when care. we thought hope meant something <laughs> as a character? Ugh. Well, that that's uh, I feel like why yeah, I who who decided let's have the hope thing happened and then they were like, "Oh, wait, it's going to be Gene." No. Like why, why did would it you get say no? that far? Why did it get that far? Right. Where then you had to change your mind. Right. It's no, it's so a different stupid. redhead who has an affinity to the Phoenix Force. Redhead. Why is uh, it? Why did you invent another redhead? You have one. Why did she Yeah, why does she have if Yeah, why did the Phoenix Force give a shit? Hope. Ugh. I want hope hope should just Oh, it looks like Rachel is not going to be It looks like Rachel's going to be a hound and not going to be an X-Man anymore. Probably. Good. Yeah. Um, hopefully she'll die. It's okay to pray for the death of somebody if they're not real. <laughs> Is it? 
Um, yeah, I think so. But anyway, I think, is there any other X-Books? Because I want to get to a segue, a cable segue. Uh, no, to movie cables segue. Cable. Connect a cable to from the thing we just talked about to the thing you want to talk about next. Because I was going to also talk about, oh, when they de-aged Kitty, uh-huh. um, then Pete Wisdom will come back. Uh-huh. Which then I was going to segue into Pete Wisdom and, yeah. and the new Deadpool movie. Is it him? But that's been revealed. Yeah, but it's so not Pete Wisdom. Although his name no, is have Peter you, have W. You watched the, have you watched the new trailer? Yes, I have. They, they've, they give a lot of info. But it does say Pete W. It's, it's Peter W. I follow him on Twitter. It's, it's P- Peter Pete. W. And the actor, who, uh, Delaney, Rob Delaney, lives in London. Oh. So now I'm like convinced that it still is Pete Wisdom. I hope so. That would be incredible. But anyway, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, who did not see the Deadpool new Deadpool trailer, they went further into the characters. You see Shatterstar, um, who yep. You realize, oh, Rob Liefeld's costumes don't look that great in real life. <laughs> they really nailed the um his like street look, like his regular clothes. I couldn't get too good of they a glimpse of the what? costume. His like streetwear, his um, when he shows up and he's like, "Hi, I'm Shatterstar." Like when he he doesn't, it's just his normal clothes. He's like wearing like a white suit. It looks so Shatterstar. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like as opposed I mean, to what he's does. wearing it when does, he has his it, swords. Yeah, it looks like Shatterstar, but it still looked a little bit like I'm at Comic Con looking at someone dressed as Shatterstar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that was the cool thing is it turns out Pete Wisdom is just a guy named Pete who answered the ad. Yeah, and might not even have powers. And and might not even have powers. Yeah. But I'm hoping that he is a spy, which makes him Pete Wisdom. That's oh, I think that would be, yeah, he would be, he's, gotcha. He's undercover. But there's cool. another reveal. There's another reveal that the the kid that Cable is trying to kill uh-huh. is named Russell. And so is yeah. there another Russell in there the sure X-Force is. world who has, shoots fire out of his hands? Um, I don't know. And there is Maybe, a is Rusty there... Collins. Rusty Collins. Maybe a guy who with the girlfriends with the frictionless shield force field around her? Skids, which oh is a God. terrible name I know. I know. for a superhero Poopy. name because everyone's like, oh, you poop your pants. You no, your it's because you can't because I'm slippery. Do you make streaks? That must streaks? make... I know. That must make I bet you sex was really difficult with her. Yeah. yeah. She's like the op, she's like rogue. Cuz you well that's you try to fuck her. There's no friction. Whoop. You're like whoop. The and dick, friction the dick is goes the in part. and you don't feel anything. You don't feel it's shit. She's like I can't come like this. Slide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Although anal sex is really easy. True. Yeah. In general. <laughs> In general. So I think the kid from The Hunt uh, for the Wilder People in Deadpool 2 is Rusty Collins, of and course. And can I say that the racism. How so? Racism, because we all complain when we, uh, when we cast an Asian character with a white person. We all get, but suddenly, but it's totally fine to take the ginger. Yeah. And Sorry. have, wait, what is he? What, an a- What's the proper um, New Zealand? But New Zealand native? Do you say native New Zealander? A Kiwi? I I still say Kiwi, and you told me I was wrong. Is Aboriginal like an offensive term? Uh, I'm offended. Okay, I don't know. I literally don't know. If it is, I'm sorry. He's a Pacific Islander. (laughs) 
Right. Is a Pacific Islander. I mean, technically, okay. right? But uh, but he was supposed to be a ginger, and as a ginger, I'm 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 heartbroken. Oh, uh, when will the gingers of the world get their chance? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, uh, Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, um, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Robin Lively. A- Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Dallas Bryce Howard. <laughs> um, I said Je- I already said Jessica Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the other thing that's fun is I think I, you know what I think you're right. I think we're gonna discover that Peter W is like actually super cool and like a, a like a James Bondish type person reveal at the end. And you see another picture of what is it, Jason? Jason, who? What's the Skarsgård? The other Skarsgård? Bill. Bill Skarsgård. They show another picture of him, and he looks exactly like that yeah. X Force character that spews the vomit. Zeitgeist. Yeah, he looks exactly like him. Uh, I love Bill Skarsgård, man. You know what was good? It. All right. Are we going to do like a who's on first thing? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, So Deadpool looks awesome, but I don't, I can't get excited about it because I'm I'm in a dome of Infinity War excitement right now. Yeah, you can I can't. Only, I can only to, handle. You need to hold it on. You need to hold it for one thing. Although I will say that they they did a lot about Domino in this trailer, also, and I just think her powers are going to be great. Yeah. I think they're going to do a lot of like, oh my god, she just made it, kind of like big, cool slow motion action stuff with her. Just because they had. Well, that I love line, how he's like. He's like, luck isn't a power. Luck and isn't like. It's not theatrical. Yeah, it is. <laughs> when he's when he's like, it's not theat. Does, does he say theatrical? Like, it's not it theatrical enough for you know. So, which means there's going to be so many epic, like, <laughs> theater involving Domino's powers. Yeah. Uh, so, that looks good. Um, in other X news, uh, we have to catch up on Legion. Yes. Oh, my God. If you're not watching this show, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're an idiot. It's so good. I just convinced a coworker to start watching it, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I'm like, "Right?" No, one of my like, right. One of my friends is watching it now. A friend who I should have been watching it this whole time, and he was just like, "Oh my god, why haven't, why haven't I been watching this?" I'm like, I don't know. I don't know because you're because you're an idiot. <laughs> Great pate, but I got a motor if I want to make that prom. <laughs> you too. Um, right, enough of the heathers lines uh there is one thing that's disappointing me with legion what i feel that they're kind of just casting aubrey plaza aside yeah and you know it's weird i i actually i kind of don't dig her lenny character yeah that's what i don't like i don't like her crazy character i like her being the evil mastermind yeah yeah so that's a little disappointing i mean amal farouk is great we get more of him and he's just phenomenal. Every time he calls Legion my dear, I like my heart grows three sizes. Is he supposed to be gay? I think he's just cosmopolitan. Well, no, he was with women. He's just he's cosmopolitan. Just yeah. Um he's but anyway, so the opening, we get another John Hamm thing. And that opening, that needs to be its own. Uh the cheerleaders. That is like a that was like a whole fucking David Lynch I want a that whole was David incredible. Lynch movie. The cheerleaders. Just the, cheerleaders. Who, the the viral so a, a viral nervous tick just goes through a, a team of cheerleaders. They all pick it up. And it's yeah. like neurological, it doesn't make any sense. But here here's the thing. I don't 
they so they did that as kind of like a parallel to what's happening in the main story that there's this monk walking around infecting everyone's minds with this chattering virus trapping oh, can them. Can we just can we just pause for a second? Sure. My fucking boyfriend watched an episode and now he keeps hiding around corners and when I walk around he's like chat he's doing the like <laughs> and just standing there like that. No, it's <laughs> fucking scary as shit. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like today I was like cooking dinner and then I'm like cooking and then I just hear this like and I just turn around and he's like all the way at the opposite end of the room just oh, standing there and I'm like, don't do that. Oh my God, that's great. That's great. Everybody <laughs> but do anyway, that. that thing is creepy. It's fucking yeah. creepy. So they actually, the, the virus, so here's my point is I didn't see that much of a connection between the, the, the story of the virus, the mental weird virus that spread on its own in this weird way among these cheerleaders, I didn't see the parallel to this monk that's going around infecting people deliberately. You know what I mean? Like the story was about, isn't it weird that we, that we mimic each other's stuff like this, but this isn't mimicry. This is, these are people being overtaken by a psychic. I don't know. Well, I think though, maybe he, it's about how he's, it's all just in, it literally is just in their head. Yeah. It's not like this. It's not a real disease. It's not a real it's thing. Just, it's just, it's a suggestion almost. Yeah. Because they all are, as we saw, trapped. Each person is trapped in their own mental maze in their head. And each person's maze looks and behaves differently based on their whatever, their personality. Yes. And that was amazing because you see, uh, what's the, the garden guy's name? Patonomy. Patonomy is in a garden where he doesn't have to always remember everything. Mm-hmm. He lives the same Jean's, moment over and over. Gene Smart was basically like... One of those old computer games. Like, it was an old computer game. Yeah. Amazing. That was amazing. Like, type, um, type in, look around. Go through door. Yeah, no, no, no. Look around. Oh, so great. <laughs> the funny thing, too, is I was like, oh, I wonder what SIDS is going to be. Because I knew they were well, going to have to go into Sid's head. You're getting a whole and episode about it. They're going to do a whole fucking yeah. episode about it. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, God. It's, I, it's, it's, um, it's funny to me. Doesn't it feel like the show is like more and more '60s? Are you picking up on that more? Like it used to feel more timeless, but now I'm like, oh, this is very much in the '60s. I always felt it was. Yeah. I mean, it was timeless where it was modern things. Yeah. But the styling was, was always, always 60s. late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, and I guess it is because I do think that they said they started the um, uh, summer, uh, the, the good guys place from season one. Um, yeah. Uh, Summerdale, whatever it was called. Uh, they started that in the 40s, I believe. I yeah. think I read something that Oliver started that. Oliver and Carrie started that in the 40s. Oh, so you think it really is in the like, 60s? I, I'm saying, but like, just... I think it is, like, 1960-something in that world, yeah. So you think it's 1960, it's just the... Because my thing is they were using medications that were only invented now. Like, in the first season, they yeah, were like... interesting. Oh, here is Paxil. And, like, they were, like, yeah. listing, like, modern medications. And they were using tablets and and phones and stuff like that. So that would be interesting in that something happened in the in time where all that stuff still happened, but it all happened earlier. Quicker. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. I would love all that to be addressed. That would be awesome. Um, one thing that I feel, and it did, okay, there, I did have a request for Brett 
to rewatch the opening uh, with Farouk because they show mm-hmm. his famous battle with Professor X. The chalkboard battle from season but one. But it's all just shown through his um, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Did you rewatch it? I forgot. Oh, oh but I my did see God. it. I did see it initially. You're a useless piece of shit. Oh, shut the fuck up. I can call I'm it up right kidding. now. I love you. Um, you need to pull it up because it's it's pretty fucking like you actually see the fat Farouk and a bald drawing guy, but it looks like he's in all black like with glowing eyes yeah. and they're literally holding their hands up to their heads and shooting mind bolts at each other like a cartoon with video game like 8-bit video game with sounds vi- with video game sounds and then Farouk is like and like melts and then you just see well, the real him fall yeah, into his which is very uh, like str- I feel like straight from the panel like into his couscous the panel uh, like the original panel of Xavier beating Amal Farouk yes like it's he exactly fell the face same. first into a plate of food yeah Yes, I love that. Yeah, that's but the thing awesome. is in that. But but Professor Xavier was black and looked like a like demon. A shadow. He also looked similar to that weird shadow thing that's crawling in and out of people's ears. Oh, that thing was a little chicken. Well, but that but that was more than a chicken. That yeah. little evil black thing. Yeah, it's the thing that popped out of the egg. Yeah, but I'm saying that wasn't it. It was a demon thing. It oh, wasn't sure. just a chicken. Yeah, it's a horrible I idea. I think it pro- might be Professor X. I fucking love that. I think I think you're, that's really weird. And, and this is the other thing is Farouk was kind of saying, I am a refugee. I was trying to help my people. And your white mm-hmm. dad came in and fucked that? things up. And I'm like, what if Professor X is the bad guy in this world and Farouk is actually good? No way. Farouk's horrible. But what if he, okay, let's say, let's just say your dad, like, no, somebody, somebody fucked your world up where then now you're just stuck on the astral plane and they literally just sent you to the astral plane for no good reason. And then you had the opportunity to survive by going into their kid's brain. You're saying you wouldn't fuck around with them? (laughs) (laughs) No, I sure would. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, kill me, would you? I'll I'd be like Freddy Krueger. I'm like, I'm going to take it out on your kids, jerk. Yeah. I'm going to take it out on your kids in Dreamland. Oh, my God. I think we just solved it. The Shadow King is Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Uh, have, <laughs> have you seen all the Freddy movies? Girl, I own the box set. I have seen what's your every... favorite? What's your favorite cheesy Freddy catchphrase? Um, what's wrong, Joey? Feeling tongue-tied? <laughs> <laughs> When the mute kid is tied to a yeah. bed with tongues. I uh, love it. Yeah. I like, uh, mine is, um, I like with the girl with the asthma where he goes, want to suck face? <laughs> That's my favorite one. Number four. And then four. he like sucks her dry and then mm-hmm. she just looks like she dies of an asthma. Of her asthma. And then I also like uh, when the girl, the weightlifting girl is in the Roach Motel. Yeah. You and then he's check like, in. checks in, but you don't check out. But you can't check out. It. That was, it was really number three where he became like super funny and quippy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that book of the opening of number three, he fucking murders Zsa Zsa Gabor in like the, the very yeah. beginning. So, you know, this was different. When he's, when he's um, Dick Cavett. All right. I'm looking at yeah. Legion right now. I'm looking at the scene. Oh my God. Am I right? What is no, Professor I, X No, you're like? not. You're not. What does he look like? Isn't he black? They don't, they just show Farouk. They, you don't see Xavier. No, rewind and look. There's one where you see the other guy. All right, hold on. 
Hold on. I backed up too much. I got to let it play. It's the end of the cheerleader thing. How about the end of the cheerleader thing ends with like the girl who started the whole nervous tick in the first place smiling satisfactorily because it brought her parents back together? Yeah. I mean, uh, creepy. Fucking amazing. (laughs) Fucking amazing. All right. Here it comes. It's, oh, it says part contagion five. I love that. It should say part five contagion, but they switched it. Because this show is so weird. All right, here it comes. I hear the monk chanting. He's sitting at the table with the two. Do you see? It him? looks like it takes place in like the uh, 20s. Yeah. All right, there's two. Hold on, I'm moving away from the mic. Okay, yeah, it is, um, boof, he's dead. Uh, it is just the chalkboard animation from season one. The reason Xavier okay. looks black is because he's white chalk on a oh, blackboard. because it's the chalkboard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, all right, got it. But still, that's like fucking crazy. Oh, it was fucking crazy. It was awesome. I love it. Now, that's attention to detail cut from last week where they just, <laughs> Ooh, where they just and... copied and pasted. Ugh. Uh, text. Oh my god! It's nice to fired nice that. to know they're human too. Um, but yeah, so it ends with Legion going into uh, Sid's maze to get her. Also, Sid's. the stuff going on sudden with, infant death syndrome. Yeah. Oh no, the stuff with the louder milks is interesting. How Carrie can't go inside Carrie anymore. Yeah, it's also weird how there's a whole thing of how she had to learn how to eat and, and poop. poop. She like she pooped for the first time and she's like, What the hell is this? <laughs> That's so fun. Weird. She's like, What is this? He's like, It has, it goes in and it comes out. I love Carrie Laddermilk. Yeah. I love him. Um, um so what's Legion's the cow? Great. What's the cow what's the cow mean in Legion? I have no idea. I still say it's Cassandra Nova. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Maybe the cow uh, is Legion's destructive personality. The one that's right. going to kill everybody. Right. But hey, it's like it's great. It's great, and and guessing what's going to happen on that show is pointless. Yeah, you don't know. Um, something else X related that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Did you happen to read? This was also on CBR. Uh, the interview with Matthew Rosenberg about Astonishing X Men about his run. No, no. It sounds very promising he really he goes back he was like i want to recreate the feeling i had um when when i read you know what i entered into the x-men universe and it was the same era as you and i it was all out it's all outback (gasps) yeah it's all like mutant massacre outback like that whole late 80s period he's like that's my inspiration i love Uh, it he said the coolest thing he's like X, the X-Men are best when people are scared of them. He's like, like the X-Men are the superhero team that when they get, they, when they get on the subway, the car that you're in, you immediately, you're just like, I don't want to be here. Like you just, they're, they yeah. just, he, they're supposed to be creepy, like creepy as fuck. And I love that. That is so, yes, what I think about the X-Men. The X-Men need to, like they're creepy freaks. We've lost that. Yeah. They, they, like, they're all socially awkward and temperamental and mean and shy and quiet and standoffish and aloof. Like, they're weirdos. Yeah. So I like that. And, um, and he said he had plans for Psylocke, right? Charles Soule has plans for Psylocke, the one who's writing Psylocke now. 
But what is he? What is he doing next? We have no idea. Ugh. We have no idea. He does a lot of books right now. What does he do? Charles Soule, right now, he's sitting in his desk writing. Oh, he lives in Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. Let's see. Let's see. Give it to me. Oh, oh, he's going to be writing the uh, Wolverine limited series, maybe? Oh, that looks awful. Maybe he'll. Oh, that's what Psylocke's going to do. She's going to oh, be in the Hunt for Wolverine. She, she, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, come on. Those look fun. There's four just, different teams. That's so stupid. Why it, do they. Why can't they find him? Why is he hiding? It's dumb. I don't know. It's got one of the like. There's a de- there's a book where it's all like the detectives, like it's all Marvel's best detectives on the case, and one of them is the only Inhuman who I love, because his name is Frank McGee, <laughs> and he refuses. Frank. Do you know that guy? No. He refuses to have a code name. He refuses to wear anything but a suit. He's just like some schlub in a suit, Frank McGee, but he's like a, a private investigator. I think he like What's shoots powers. I think he shoots beams out of his hands or something. Hold on, let me look. Uh. But he's so cool. He's Frank McGee. He's gonna be, he's gonna be in one of them Wolverine books. So anyway, Matthew Rosenberg said, um, you know, he brought Dazzler back to the blue suit because that's quintessential Dazzler in his eyes, yeah. and he really wants to pay homage to you know the the Dazzler of his era, which is yeah. Outback Dazzler. Outback Dazzler. Oh, I can't wait for that show. That's gonna be a movie one day. <laughs> and they're just gonna keep making them. One of them's there's going to be an infinite number of Marvel movies. One of them's going to have to be Outback Dazzler. Yeah, infinite's a big number. <laughs> you name um, oh, there he is, Frank McGee. What's his powers? He's um, oh, his alias is Nur. What? Well, that just blows your well, whole thing him. that you liked about him. Well, I hate that guy now. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not reading the Hunt for Wolverine. <laughs> Stupid man. All right. I think we've covered enough Marvel. I think we have. I think we have. Let's, let's breeze into... Ew. Ew. We read a DC book. Ladies and gentlemen, ew. we really try to expand our our repertoire of comics that we read in order to make the show interesting. We're trying. So once in a while, ew, we read DC books. Uh, Evil, what was the DC book that you <sighs> read? Uh, all right. Well, I tried... To read Action Comics number one thousand. Oh, that's tried a milestone. Because I read it electronically, and I'm reading it. I'm like, this first story's stupid. Then it keeps going. I'm like, all right, this is stupid. Then another story starts, and then I'm like, what is going on? And then I click. It's a hundred pages. Nope. Bye. A hundred pages. Hey, some people like Superman. Of just all of all these different people writing little shorts, or, I, or maybe it was the same person writing it. All I know no, it is that like they were all stupid. There's not one little mini story that you liked? No, like this is seriously one of them. Superman lands in some place where Lex Luthor is, and he's like... Ah, uh, he's like, I've decided I really want to challenge you to a battle of wits. And I've set up this game of chess. So they start playing this game of chess. And then Superman in like four moves gets checkmate. Yeah. And he's like, checkmate. And then Lex Luthor goes, but is it checkmate? And then these kryptonite chains come out. 
And then <laughs> and then he's like, now I've got you. And then Superman oh. goes, but do you? Oh. And then he pulls out this mother box. Uh-huh. What? And he's like, this eradicates radi- radiation for two minutes. And he oh. bursts through the chains. And he's like, so I fooled you. And he flies away. And Lex Luthor is like, next time? Oh, God. It sounds so classic. It was... <laughs> Silver Age. Awful. Yeah, huh? How about that? Each story just seemed awful. And then I made it to like page 40. And then I was like, I don't want to read 60 more pages. Like, this shouldn't be, this is like torture. It's a comic book, not a graphic novel. I'm just hoping uh, Brian Michael Bendis starts writing it next issue. And I'll I'll read that. He probably will. Read what that traitor has to write. Traitor. Um, how many oohs? It just opens up. It just opens up with Brian. The first line that Superman says, in Brian Michael Bendis's run, he'll just go, "Oh, great day, Lois." Doesn't seem like everything's been garbage right since before this moment. (laughs) What for one thousand issues? Oh, that I'm giving it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Shit. Because it was just awful. I hated it. Okay. I know people are probably like, how dare you? It's issue 1000. It's Superman. But I've also come here. I'm going to give a little side note here. I've realized why I hate Superman. Why? I hate Superman the most out of any superhero. And I always thought it was like, oh, I like my heroes to be conflicted. I like my heroes to have conflict. And Superman really doesn't have conflict. He really just is like the American dream, the man's man. And I hate that. And I realized the reason I hate it is because of my name. Evil Jeff. I'm a villain. Uh, yeah. I'm a villain, and Superman is the antithesis of villainy. And I just can't get on board. <laughs> yeah. I just can't get on board with him. Yeah. It's, you know, being good is in goodness in general isn't for everybody. Yeah, it's it's boring. Yeah. Um, so if this like isn't was that Stephen King the the novel The Stand like people get chosen for you're either on the good side or the evil side? Oh, I totally would be on the yeah. Evil you side. would be you would be on the evil side. I think I'd be on the good side. I think I would. I'm an angel. I think I'm a white but warrior. That's the thing. But I feel like I would be. I would be like, I I'm like the Emma Frost of the bad guys. Yeah. Where I'm still like, hey guys, let's calm down. <laughs> Guys, we don't need to behead them. Let's just make them go to sleep. Yeah, let's just emotionally torture everybody. Well, I read Nightwing. I've never read a Nightwing book before. Uh, what's Nightwing up to? Nightwing, uh, it's number 43. It's um, written by, who's this written by? Uh, Michael Moresi? Morecki? Is this Dick Grayson? Yeah, it's Dick Grayson. And guess who's in it? Guess why I got it? Um, because, uh, Snagglebuss. No, um, no, but, um, uh, Damian Wayne is. Oh, cool. I love me some Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne. Yeah. I really like them as Batman and Robin and I like them as Nightwing and Robin. Um, it's, it's, it's a childish book. (laughs) One might say for babies, but, uh, it's, um, it's fun to see. Um, Nightwing and Robin's dynamic. Um, I love Damian Wayne so much. He plays off really well against Dick Grayson. And then there's also um, the th- there's a third member of their little team on this adventure, and that's Arsenal. I guess he, I think he used to be called Speedy, right? In Red Arrow. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. I think Colton Haynes plays him on that show. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's just, just like bumped up to season regular. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Oh no, now he has to work out. 
Um, he uh, so the three of them go on some mission with with ninjas and and stuff and some ex girlfriend Cheshire who I don't know is Speedy wearing the backwards hat Yeah, so this it's a very it's a very douchebaggy kind of book. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> it's very douchebaggy. He really adds to the douchebagginess of it. Um, even you know Damian Wayne, he's not as effeminate as he typically is, which I t- I like my Damian Wayne's a little bit foppish. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it's a little just bit cute. where you th- you suspect like that they were groomed by a pedophilic Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like not horribly. Like they're still functional. They're still cool. Just a few years of therapy will clear it all out. So I don't know. It's just it's cute in that it starts with Dick being like, "All right, I'm about." Oh, I love it when it starts with Dick. Yeah, he's like, "I'm about to just Netflix and chill." And like the whole running gag is that Damien doesn't think that Dick knows what Netflix and chill really means. <laughs> and so he's like, "So ah, Nightwing finally has a night off. Well, time to watch a movie and eat some popcorn. I am so tired. I need a night like this." Ring, ring. Hey, it's Damien. <laughs> Let's go fight some ninjas, please, please, please. I need you. I'm in trouble. So it's cute. You know, it's cute like Wait, that. Wait, that still sounds pedophilic. So it's all leading to him wanting to Netflix and show with Damien? No. Damien's like, you don't know what that means. Gross. Yeah. No, it's pretty gross. Uh, uh, what do you give it? I give it, uh, ew, ew, ew. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Two oohs and a dry heave. <laughs> not bad. Uh, did you read any other DC books? I did read Mr. Miracle, but I understand that you did not. You can see what happened in it. Um, it is about, I'll just say this, it is a, a it is a cross between, it. it is Barda and, hardly Barda, mostly Scott, trying to balance fatherhood with being the new high father and leading, uh, you know, all the new god folk into war, into like a really bloody, horrible war. So, it just keeps cutting back and forth, like him on the couch with the baby doing dad stuff to him on these like immense epic battlefields with hundreds of thousands of corpses and blood and gore everywhere. Now, while, while he's on the phone uh, with Barda, the kid, like talking the, about baby stuff. The kid? Still a baby. Is the kid just a baby? Yeah. Okay. It's like, it, you know, it's like new is parents nightmare life. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's weird because they take shifts. So Barda will do war while Scott watches the baby and then they'll trade off. And, like, Scott will go to war, and Barda will be with the hit. And, like, while Scott is going through, like, the most nightmarish atrocities on the ba- battlefield, Barda's calling him, like, where's the, where's the extra nipples? Like, it's really weird. Where's the extra nipples? She keeps calling her with, like, mommy stuff. And he's, like, is watching. Is that a pacifier? What? What do you, who, why is she, what, did her nipples fall off? No, a, you, a nipple on a bottle, you moron. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have a baby. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know that they that they call this. Where's the no, extra I, nipples? If you said if weird. you said nipple to me, I, and and I don't even think she says that. I think I just made that up, like as an example. Okay. Oh, okay. And I'm the crazy one. <laughs> but I meant a bottle. No, if you said nipple to me, I would have thought nipple. Now, was she breastfeeding? Was she breastfeeding? And was it which boob was it from? <laughs> The rational boob. The rational boob. Okay. Yeah. Yep. She press, breastfeeds on the right. Um, so you got to read it. It's really weird. I will. It's I really weird. Um, but I think at the end she learns if she breastfeeds the baby the lump evenly, right 
breast, left breast. He he's a perfectly balanced man. Uh, a perfect balance of emotion and <laughs> reason. What's the baby's name? The lump. It literally is the lump. No, I forget. I think it has a name. I don't remember what they call it. Okay. Yeah. That would be kind of awesome. Um, but it's I still say, I still say he's trapped in a thing somewhere. Going through a thing. Going through a mind thing. I still say it. Even though it's been eight issues. I think we should end this on a baby thing. Okay. <laughs> that lump thing just brought me up. Do you know, first of all, I don't know if I've asked this on the show yet or not, but do you know what your name would have been if you were a girl? Yeah, I do. Me too. On what th- would it have been? On three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both say it? Okay. Yeah. One, One, two, two three. Three. Vanessa. Aaron. Vanessa? Yeah. Oh, that's so villainy. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love a V. Vanessa. Yeah, it would have been Aaron. E R I N. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm glad I was a boy. Glad I got this dick. Yeah. Me too. Me too, girl. But I told you so what I was supposed to be LA. named. That my mom actually had to like run to the not run because she just had a baby, but she went without my dad. And just gave me the name Jeff. Yeah. What was it supposed to be? Um, my dad wanted to name me Sly after <laughs> Sylvester That's Stallone. right. That would have been or so good. His, hey, number two, his number two was Clint after Clint Eastwood. Oh, my God. Everyone would... And then knowing that I'd grow up to be this flaming homosexual. And you're like, you're literally... I'm Sly. Your dad picked two, like, the two top masculine action stars of the late 70s, early 80s. I know. Amazing. And then, and then look what happened. Yeah. Oh my God. He could have saved you from gay if he just named you or right. What if what if I was named Sly and then I became really straight? Can what we, if it is all nurture? What if it is all nurture? Can we do next episode we just call you I'll just refer to you as Sly and just see how you navigate the conversation. <laughs> you could do it a little more straightly. Um, okay. And my last question is what would you do you know what you would if you had a kid what you would name it? No. Because I would give it away and someone else would name it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you if you had a kid what would your, you the name of your baby is what's the number of the fire department <laughs> drop off center the name of the baby is I think this basket's big enough <laughs> um, I always thought of having two kids and naming one like a normal name and then the other one a horrible name and then just seeing what happens or just naming one like pretty and one ugly and then just like <laughs> Do you know I think that my sister has a friend who named who gave their kid the middle name Von Doom. Von Doom? Like I think his name is Bruno Von name? Bruno Von Doom something. That's kinda cool though. Yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine it was like, hi, this is James, my oldest child James, and then here's Dumpster Fire. <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> Just see what happens. Just see what happens. But actually, Thumbs I've always to wanted to name a. I've always wanted to name. If I had a boy, I would name it Calvin after Calvin and Hobbes. Nice. Yeah. And Calvin, the best um, Sean Cody actor, porn actor. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. <laughs> Kathleen, why can't you be more like Dumpster Fire? <laughs> um, no, I think if I had kids, I would probably name them after X Men. That would be good. Which X Men, Emma? I would definitely, I would definitely name a girl. Ooh, I would. Love, I would. Two, have two girls, Emma and Frost. 
Um, I would definitely name a kid and then Emma. And the third one's Kaku. I would definitely name a kid Scott. I would definitely name a kid Logan. Esme. I would definitely name a kid Kurt. Absolutely. I would name them. All my passwords are X-Men. <laughs> Ooh, time to change oh, my God. passwords. Why are you telling everyone that? Because <laughs> there's so many X-Men. You'll never get it. I know. You'll never get it. And besides, like, well. as if you didn't know that about me already. <laughs> All right. Okay, my ex-friend. And I mean that not as you used to be. <laughs> that came out wrong. As in, I've decided to end our friendship oh, no. immediately upon this. Um, um, wonderful. I think we did it. I think we did it, too. I really do. Yeah. Um, and then basically next week is just going to be us jizzing over... Over Infinity War. Infinity what, War. Um, what... Oh, I just... I think I just realized I'm traveling on Sunday. We need to talk about that. What... Uh, night are you seeing Infinity War? Thursday night. Okay, bitch. Okay. Yeah. I am on a business trip. I have no control over that. My boyfriend buys the tickets and I just go. Yeah. Drew, you have to hear this too. I am on a business trip Thursday. I have to do an improv workshop in Cleveland. Like somebody promised it on my behalf. I was like, I got to do what? For this client. I have to get a 6.15. I'm there, I go in the morning. I have to get on a 6.15 plane and come back to Chicago for a 7.30 movie. So, but it's good. We lose an hour because we go from East Coast to um, Central Time. So I land at 6.30. So I land an hour in Midway before the movie. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Yeah. All right. I just imagine, like, there's some kind of delay, and you're like, I need to see X-Men Infinity War. Like, and then will... there's going to be a viral video of oh, you being me beating up an taken old out. I do that on planes anyway. I'm like, get out of my way! Forget it. Forget it. I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, no. I killed that old lady on the plane. Oh, my God. It was a United flight. Oh, they don't need that. Oh, no. It's Southwest. Oof. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Don't sit in the window oh, seat. God, I don't know. Oh, why are we laughing at so many horrible things? Let's go before we do it's this That's how again. I deal with it, and I'm evil. All, All right. right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Um, thank you so, so much for listening to episode 32 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. Thank you so much to my lovely co-host, Evil Jeff. Yay. Yay. Uh, and thank you so much to all of you for listening. Um, you can find us on social media, just like we find you. And remember, if you like comics, well, that makes you queer. Queer. Nighty night. Bye. Bye.